Blog Talk Radio. Sasa nataka tuingie katika toba ya dakika moja kabla tuingie katika mafunzo popote ulipo hapo nyumbani kama unaweza tu kupiga magoti ili twende mbele zake bwana wetu And I ask you to repeat after him in Swahili. Nataka urudie nyuma yangu katika lugha ya Kiswahili. Holy Father in heaven. Baba takatifu wa mbinguni. Father we love you. Baba tumekupenda. In the name of Jesus. Katika jina la Yesu. Father today. Baba leo. We have humbled ourselves before you. Tumejinyenyekeza mbele zako. And Father we are repenting. Na baba tunatubu. And Father we ask you today. Na baba tunakuomba leo. We are coming before you Father. Twaje mbele zako baba. The millions of us Father. Mamilioni ya watu baba. And Father we are asking you today. Na baba tunakuomba leo. To have mercy on us. Uturehemu. Father forgive our sins. Baba utusamee dhambi zetu. Father you loved us so much. Baba ulitupenda sana. And Father you gave us precious Jesus. Na baba ulitupa Yesu wa dhamana. The darling of heaven. Mpendwa wa mbinguni. Father you gave us your son. Baba ulitupa mwana wako. And yet father he was abused and he died on the cross. Na baba alitukanwa na akafa msalabani. Father the way to the cross was very painful. Baba njia ya kuelekea msalabani ilikuwa ni uchungu mno. Father it was not easy. Baba haikuwa rahisi. Father he was rejected. Baba alikataliwa. Father they broke his shoulder. Baba walifunja bega lake. And he tried to carry that cross. Na kajaribu kubeba msalaba huo. The cross that saved us. Msalaba iliyotuokoa He tried to put it on the broken shoulder. Alijaribu kubeba msalaba huo katika bega lake ambayo limevunjwa. And father he fell down. Na baba akaanguka. And he fell down my lord. Na akaanguka bwana wangu. And they spat on him. Na wakamtemea mate. And father he woke up and tried to carry that cross again. Na baba akaamka tena na akajaribu kubeba msalaba huo. 
and father all people ran away from him na baba watu wote wakamtoroka he remained lonely akabaki upweke he remained alone akabaki peke yake and they pierced his hands my lord na wakadunga mikono yake bwana wangu they also pierced his feet my lord wakadunga miguu yake pia bwana wangu and he was so thirsty on that cross na alikuwa na kiu hapo msalabani father he was saving us baba alikuwa akituokoa and none of us was there to give him drinking water na kukukua na mmoja wetu ambaye angempa kinywaji father they put a crown of thorns on his head and there was so much blood flowing from his face baba walimvalisha konde la miba na kulikuwa na damu ambayo ilikuwa ikitiririka katika uso wake father he had nowhere to turn to baba hakuwa na pengine pa kugeukia father you close heaven over him baba ulifunga mbingu juu yake Lord so he could save us. Bwana ili atuokoe. And father they stabbed him. Baba wakamdunga with a spear. Na mkuki. And then father alafu baba he asked the same soldiers who had stabbed him. Akawauliza wale mashujaa ambao walimdunga. He asked them to help him with drinking water. Aliwaomba maji ya kunywa. He had no friend. Hakukuwa na rafiki. And then father, alafu baba, he thanked them. Akawashukuru. And then he died. Alafu akafa. And then father he resurrected. Alafu baba akafufuka tena. Father the scars are still on his body. Baba alama bado iko katika mwili wake. And father he is risen in glory. Na baba akafufuka katika utukufu. But father today I repent. Baba leo natubu. That father after he suffered so much for us. Na kwamba baba baada ya kuteseka kwa ajili yetu. Father me I don't understand. Baba mimi sielewi. How can we turn him around? Tunawezaje kumgeuka? And Lord to blaspheme his name in a film baba kudiaki jina lake katika sinema and abuse him in the eyes of the nations of the earth na kumtukana machoni pa mataifa ulimwenguni i cannot understand baba sielewi how can they lord how can they start blaspheming his holy name the sinless jesus wanawezaje kuanza kutukana jina takatifu yesu ambaye ana mawaa Father, I repent today. Baba natubu leo. It is lack of understanding. Ni kukosa ufahamu. I repent that that movie was made. Ni natubu kwa sababu sinema hiyo ilitengenezwa. Lord, I disconnect from that film. Baba ninajitega kutoka katika sinema hiyo. And I ask you Lord to forgive man. Na kuomba Bwana wasamee wanadamu. Forgive mankind. Msamee mwanadamu forever blaspheming the holy name of our savior kwa kulitukana jina takatifu ya mwokozi wetu the darling of your heart 
kitenzi wa moyo wako how could they abuse my lord in these last days wanawezaje kumtukana katika nyakati hizi za mwisho father today in the name of jesus baba leo katika jina la yesu i repent ninatubu that i have lived to see such a time na kwamba nimeishi ili nione nyakati kama hizi when the holy name of jesus wakati jina takatifu la yesu has been defiled in the face of the nations of the earth limenajisiwa machoni pa mataifa ya ulimwengu i separate tonight ninajitenga leo in the very holy name of jesus katika jina takatifu la yesu and father today na baba leo i ask you to bring your holy spirit ninakuomba umlete roho wako mtakatifu to open the eyes of men ili ifungue macho ya wanadamu to bring revelation to men iwaletee uvunuo of whom christ is ufunuo ya yesu ni nani father i have repented today baba nimetubu leo in the name of jesus katika jina la yesu so please don't forget me sasa tafadhali usinisahau during the rapture of the church katika nyakati za unyakuzi wa kanisa in the name of Jesus. Katika jina la Yesu. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Asante. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a mighty time. Ni wakati mkuu kiasi gani? I just want you to know. Nataka uelewe that uh, our Lord Jesus. Ya kwamba bwana wetu Yesu is very hurt. Amehuzunika. Yeye ako katika uchungu over what we have done. Kwa ajili ya yale ambayo tumeyatenda but whoever has repented today lakini yeyote ambaye ametubu remember the lord is able to separate you kumbuka bwana anaweza kukutenga from all that that you are seeing out there kutokana na mambo hayo ambayo unayaona huko nje hallelujah hallelujah today i'm going to handle something very very critical to the church na leo naenda kuwafunza kitu ambacho ni cha maana sana kwa ajili ya kanisa if you will catch this one kama utayashika haya together with the teaching on the holy spirit the anointing of the holy spirit pamoja na mafunzo kuhusu upako wa roho mtakatifu sasa umepata then you begin a mighty mighty walk towards the rapture of the church na sasa utaanza mtembeo mkuu ukielekea unyakuzi wa kanisa today i am going to talk about overcoming sexual sin leo ninaenda kuongelea kushinda dhambi ya zinaa overcoming sexual sin kushinda dhambi ya zinaa how can you overcome sexual sin unawezaje kushinda dhambi ya zinaa and i'm going to get very deep today na nitaingia ndani sana leo because i want you to know kwa sababu nataka ujue that this is one area in which the church has completely failed hii ndio sehemu ambayo kanisa imeanguka kabisa and this is one area that can completely bring down a servant of the lord na hii ni sehemu ambayo inaweza kumwangusha mtumishi wa bwana this is one area that has made the church fall hii ndio sehemu ambayo imefanya kanisa lianguke but i'll give you revelation as to why the church has fallen na nitakupa ufunuo kuhusu kwa nini kanisa limeanguka especially in this area hasa katika eneo hili and i'll bring to you a very mighty revelation that this is an area that is key na nitakupa nuo mkubwa sana ya kwamba hii sehemu ni ufunguo and i'll make you understand that if you can be able to understand the gravity of sexual sin na nitakufanya uelewe ya kwamba kama unaweza kuelewa uzito wa dhambi ya zinaa then you can be able to shut that door 
sasa unaweza kufunga mlango huo na kama unaweza kufunga mlango huo sasa milango zingine zote zinaweza kufungwa sasa leo nitafunza kuhusu jambo la maana sana kwa ajili ya kanisa na ninataka tuanze ili uelewe sexual sin ya kwamba dhambi ya zina has become embedded into the lives of christians imeenea katika maisha ya wakristo sexual sin dhambi ya zina has become embedded into the church of christ imeenea katika kanisa la yesu sexual sin dhambi ya zina has become embedded at the pulpit the altar of the lord imeenea hata katika madhabahu takatifu hekalu la bwana sexual sin dhambi ya zina has also spread out and brought death into the church imeenea na pia imeleta kifo katika kanisa sexual sin dhambi ya zina has made the lord not even be able to use the servants he wanted to use anymore. Imemfanya Mungu asitumie watumishi ambao alikuwa anataka kuwatumia. And today I will be able to bring to you a complete understanding. Na leo nitakuletea ufahamu kamilifu of the gravity and the weight of sexual sin in your life as a Christian. Ufahamu wa uzito wa dhambi ya zinaa katika maisha yako kama mkristo. And today I'll bring to you God's view of sexual sin. How does God look at sexual sin? Na leo nitakufundisha namna Mungu anayatazama zama dhambi ya zina how does the lord look at sexual sin bwana anatazamaje dhambi ya zina and once you'll be able to understand how the lord looks at sexual sin na utakapoelewa jinsi bwana anayatazama dhambi ya zina begin to reevaluate yourself vis-a-vis sexual sin na sasa utaanza kujitenga na dhambi ya zina you begin to understand that sexual sin utaanza kuelewa ya kwamba dhambi ya zina is not as light as you thought sio jepezi kama jinsi unafikiria and then i'll bring you to a place of how does the enemy use sexual sin to enslave the church Alafu nitakufunza jinsi adui anatumia dhambi ya zinaa kuweza kuteka kanisa nyara. How does he use sexual sin to capture the church? Anatumiaje dhambi ya zinaa kushika kuweka kanisa matekani? And then I'll bring you to a point on the main keys that are embedded in the Bible. Alafu nitafikisha katika sehemu ya funguo ambazo zimeandikwa katika Biblia. Mighty mighty keys that our Lord placed through the power of the Holy Spirit fungua ambayo bwana wetu aliweka kupitia nguvu za Roho Mtakatifu aliyaweka katika Biblia ili uvitumie ili uweze kuvunja minyororo ya dhambi ya zinaa to destroy and break the chains of sexual sin and sexual immorality and lust kuharibu na kuvunja minyororo ya dhambi ya zinaa na hata dhambi ya usherati and i'll bring you to a place and you begin to see the understanding of how the enemy brings a chain of events that create sexual lust and tie you and bind you and render you useless before the lord na nitakufunza jinsi adui analeta minyororo ya tukio fulani ama sinema fulani ambazo zinakuletea tamaa ili uingie katika dhambi ya zinaa and as we talk about 
breaking the chains of sexual sin. Na tunapoongelea namna ya kuvunja minyororo ya dhambi ya zina. I'll bring you to another level. Nitakufikisha katika kiwango kingine. I'll teach about resisting sexual temptations on a daily basis. Penye nitakufundisha namna ya kuepuka na majaribu ya dhambi ya zina katika maisha yako kila siku. bring you to the final item. Nitakufikisha mwisho on shutting the door on sexual sin in your life. Nitakufikisha katika kile kiwango ya kujifunza namna ya kufunga milango ya dhambi ya zinaa katika maisha yako. And if the church can catch this. Na kama kanisa linaweza kuyashika haya. church is on its way to preparing for a perfect bride for Christ. Sasa kanisa hilo liko katika njia ya kujiandaa kwa ajili ya bwana harusi. Ambaye ni bwana Yesu. I want you to understand. Nataka uelewe that the enemy has used sexual sin ya kwamba adui ametumia dhambi ya zinaha as a main aspect a main element kama silaha mkuu kwake kabisa bring the fall in the church ili aweze kuleta mwanguko kanisani and you spread it to all the ages na ameeneza katika viwango vyote and so today na leo i want us to begin by looking at How does Jehovah God look at sexual sin? How does he look at you when you fall into sexual sin? Tunataka kuanza kwa kujifundisha jinsi Bwana Jehovah Mungu anatizama dhambi ya zinaa. Anakuangaliaje unapoanguka katika dhambi ya zinaa? How does the Lord look at you? Bwana anakutazamaje when you fall into sexual sin? Wakati unaanguka katika dhambi ya zinaa. And then we'll take it step by step. The book of 2 Samuel. Hebu tusome kitabu cha Samueli wa pili. I want to bring you to a very very important teaching. Nataka nikulete katika mafunzo muhimu sana. Just like the teaching on the Holy Spirit. Kama tu jinsi mafunzo ya Roho Mtakatifu If you will be able to catch this teaching. Kama utayashika mafunzo haya, you will never be the same again. Utabaki sawia tena. And so you'll be able to understand. Na sasa utaelewa that surely you can shut the door. Ya kwamba unaweza kufunga mlango. You can completely shut the door on sexual sin. Unaweza kufunga mlango ya dhambi ya zinaa. Whoever is writing just write these things down. Mwenye anaandika endelea tu kuandika. Make sure you write them down. Hakikisha kwamba unayaandika. There are other things that the Holy Spirit has brought to my attention that this church needs to know. Kuna mambo mengi ambayo Roho Mtakatifu amenikumbusha ili kanisa hili lijue. But today we are looking at overcoming sexual sin. Leo tunaangalia namna ya kushinda dhambi ya zinaa. And you want to know one thing? Na utajua kitu kimoja that if the church will be able to overcome sexual sin. Ya kwamba ikiwa kanisa itakuwa na uwezo wa kushinda dhambi ya zinaa. The church will have closed the door to many other sins too. Kanisa itakuwa imefunga mlango kwa dhambi zingine nyingi. The sin of lying. Dhambi ya udanganyifu. The sin of idolatry of money. Dhambi ya ibada ya sanamu ya pesa. Idolatry of things. Ibada ya sanamu ya vitu. Many other sins those can be slammed closed once you finish with na dhambi hizo zingine zote zinaweza kufungwa utakapofunga dhambi ya zinaa. Nataka tuingie katika neno la Mungu na tuone jinsi Mungu anatazama dhambi ya zinaa. Wakati nakuletea mafunzo haya, I want you if you are servant of the Lord, nataka ukiwa mtumishi wa Mungu, look at your aspect, your dimension of this teaching. Hebu angalia ya kwamba mafunzo haya kuelekeza wapi na kama we ni mmoja wa washirika I want you also to take your portion on this. Nataka we pia uangalie mwelekeo wako. If you are an overseer of a group of churches, kama wewe ni kiongozi wa makanisa kadhaa, also take your portion. 
eta wewe chukua kiwango chako upande wako vijana na watoto na kila mtu kanisani kama wanasikia ninaanza kwa kuangalia jinsi bwana jehova mungu anatizama dhambi ya zinaa na nataka ujue kwamba dhambi ya zinaa inaweza kukuharibu mbele za bwana He can render you completely unusable before the Lord. Inaweza kukufanya usitumike mbele za Bwana. So let us look at how the Lord looks at this. Hebu tuangalie jinsi Bwana anaangalia dhambi hii ya zina. I want to bring to your attention a very mighty servant of the Lord as I lay the foundation for this teaching. Wakati naendelea kuweka msingi wa mafunzo haya nitakupa mfano wa mtumishi mkubwa wa Mungu. I want you to remember the servant of the Lord called David. Nataka umkumbuke mtumishi wa Mungu aliyeitwa Daudi. The man that the Lord called, the only man the Lord said, that is the man after my own heart. Yule mtu ambaye Bwana alimuita, Bwana alisema huyo ndiye mtu wa moyo wangu. And I want us to go into the life of this servant of the Lord. Nataka tuingie katika maisha ya huyu mtumishi wa Mungu. And as we continue into his life, I'll be revealing to you several aspects about the nature of God and how he looks at sexual sins. Na wakati tunaendelea na mafunzo haya katika mfano wa huyu mtumishi wa Mungu, tutaangalia utu wa Mungu na jinsi anatazama dhambi ya zinaa. The book of 2 Samuel chapter 11. Tuangalie kitabu cha Samueli wa pili mlango wa 11. It will give you a complete foundation and background onto this teaching. Itakupa msingi wa mafunzo haya. But I will go now straight to 2 Samuel chapter 12. Na sasa tutaingia katika Samueli wa pili mlango wa 12. So you can be able to understand how God looks at sexual sin. Ili uweze kuelewa jinsi Mungu anayatazama dhambi ya zinaa. It's a lot of reading. Tuko na masomo mengi kuna. eyes are going to be open. Macho yako yatafunguka leo. Deliverance is going to come to you if you are one of those that are in sexual sin. Na ukombozi utakukujia ikiwa wewe ni mmoja wa wale ambao wamekamatwa na dhambi ya zinaa. Let us read 2 Samuel chapter 12 verses 1 to 15. Tusome Samueli wa pili mlango wa 12 mstari wa kwanza hadi wa 15. The Lord sent Nathan to David when he came to him. He said, there were two men in a certain town, one rich and the other poor. Ndipo Bwana akamtuma nadhani aende kwa Daudi naye akamwendea akamwambia palikuwa na watu wawili katika mji mmoja mmoja wao alikuwa tajiri wa pili maskini The rich man had a very large number of sheep and cattle Yule tajiri alikuwa na kondoo na ngombe wengi sana But the poor man had nothing except one little ewe lamb he had bought He raised it and it grew up with him and his children it shared his food drank from his cup and even slept in his arms it was like a daughter to him Bali yule maskini hakuwa na kitu ila mwana kondoo mmoja mdogo ambaye amemnunua na kumlea naye akakuwa pamoja naye na pamoja na wanawe kula sehemu ya posho lake na kukinywea kikombe chake na kulala kifuani mwake akawa kwake kama binti now a traveler came to the rich man but the rich man refrained from taking one of his own sheep or cattle to prepare a meal for the traveler who had come to him instead he took the ewe lamb that belonged to the poor man and prepared it for the one who had come to him 
hata msafiri mmoja akamfikilia yule tajiri naye akaacha kutua mmoja wa kondoo zake mwenyewe au mmoja wa ngombe zake mwenyewe ili kumwandalia yule msafiri aliyemfikilia bali alimnyang'anya yule maskini mwana kondoo wake akamwandalia yule mtu aliyemfikiria David burned with anger against the man and said to Nathan as surely as the Lord lives the man who did this deserves to die Ndipo hasira ya Daudi ikawaka sana juu ya mtu yule akamwambia nadhani aishivyo bwana mtu huyo aliyetenda jambo hili hakika yake estahili kufa He must pay for that lamb four times over because he did such a thing and had no pity. Naye atamrudishia yule mwana kondoo mara nne kwa sababu ametenda neno hili na kwa sababu hakuwa na huruma. Then Nathan said to David, "You are the man. This is what the Lord the God of Israel says. I anointed you king over Israel and I delivered you from the hand of Saul." Basi nadhani akamwambia Daudi wewe ndiwe mtu huyo Bwana Mungu wa Israeli asema hivi Nalikutia mafuta uwe mfalme juu ya Israeli nikakuokoa na mkono wa Sauli I gave your master's house to you and your master's wives into your arm I gave you the house of Israel and Judah if all that had not been enough had been too little I would have given you even more Nami nikakupa nyumba ya Bwana Bwana wako kifuani mwako nikakupa nyumba ya Israeli na ya Yuda na kama hayo yangalikuwa machache ningalikuongezea mambo kadha Why did you despise the word of the Lord by doing what is evil in his eyes you struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword and took his wife to be your own you killed him with the sword of the Ammonites kwa nini umemdharau neno la Bwana na kufanya yaliyo mabaya machoni pake? Umempiga Oria muhinti kwa upanga nawe umemtua mke wake awe mke wako. Nawe umemuua huyo kwa upanga wa wana wa Amoni. Now therefore the sword will never depart from your house because you despised me and took the wife of Uria the Hittite to be your own basi sasa upanga hautaondoka nyumbani mwako kwa sababu umedharau ukamtua mke wa Oria mhiti kuwa mke wako verse 11 says this is what the lord says that is nathan speaking to david out of your own household i'm going to bring calamity upon you before your very eyes i will take your wives and give them to one who is close to you and he will lie with your wives in broad Mstari wa 11 Biblia inasema Bwana asema hivi Angalia nitakuondokeshea uovu katika nyumba yako nami nitawatua wake zako mbele ya macho yako na kumpa jirani yako naye atalala na wake zako mbele ya jua hili You did it in secret but I will do this in broad daylight before all Israel. Maana wewe ulifanya jambo lile kwa siri bali mimi nitalifanya jambo hili mbele ya Israeli wote na mbele ya jua. Then David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Nathan replied, The Lord has taken away your sin. You are not going to die. But because by doing this you have made the enemies of the Lord show utter contempt the son born to you will die 
Mstari wa 13 Biblia inasema Daudi akamwambia nadhani nimemfanyia bwana dhambi nadhani akamwambia Daudi bwana naye ameiondoa dhambi yako hutakufa lakini kwa kuwa kwa tendo hili umewapa adui za bwana nafasi kubwa ya kukufukuru mtoto atakayezaliwa kwako hakika yake atakufa verse 15 says after Nathan had gone home the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife had born to David and he became ill. Naye nadhani akaondoka kwenda nyumbani kwake basi Bwana akampiga yule mtoto ambaye mke wa Uriah alimzalia Daudi naye akawa hawezi sana. Listen to me very carefully. Nisikize kwa makini sana. Why did I read that scripture to kwa, you? Kwa nini nimekusomea andiko hilo? I want you beginning this day. Nataka kuanzia leo to get a complete understanding of how the lord looks at sexual sin. Uweze kuelewa kikamilifu jinsi bwana anatizama dhambi ya zina. I want you first of all to understand one thing. Nataka uelewe kitu kimoja kwanza that every time there is sexual sin. Ya kwamba kila wakati ambapo kuna dhambi ya zina, the lord always will punish. Bwana atakukumu there will always be a punishment on sexual sin kutakuwa na hukumu juu ya dhambi ya zinaa i want you to look at one thing here today nataka utizame kitu kimoja leo david was not an ordinary servant of the lord daudi hakukuwa tu ni mtumishi wa kawaida wa mungu david was called by god and anointed by the lord daudi aliitwa na mungu na akapakwa na bwana and when david was called by the lord na wakati daudi aliitwa na bwana he was given several levels of anointing alipewa viwango tofauti tofauti vya upako daudi alitembea ndani ya upako wa roho mtakatifu alikuwa ni mchungaji mpako wa mafuta he was anointed a king alipakwa mafuta ili awe mfalme daudi alikuwa nabii daudi alifanya kazi chini ya upako kadha wa kadha angalia jinsi bwana alimuinua daudi and he brought him out of where he was alimtoa penye alikuwa na alimtumia hata kuhakikisha kwamba amemwangamiza kaua goliath ambaye alikuwa akimfukuru nyumba ya bwana when Saul was not doing things right even replaced Saul with David wakati Sauli alikuwa afanyi mambo sawa alitoa Sauli na akamweka Daudi David was not an ordinary servant Daudi hakuwa ni mtumishi kawaida tu and the Lord was speaking with David na Bwana alikuwa akinena Daudi but when David fell to sexual sin na wakati Daudi alianguka katika dhambi ya zina the Lord God Bwana Mungu the Lord God in view of the gravity of sexual sin Bwana Mungu akitizama uzito wa dhambi ya zina the Lord God shut down the door of communication to David Bwana akafunga mlango wa kuwasiliana na Daudi for a very long time more than a year he never spoke a word to David kwa muda mrefu zaidi ya mwaka mmoja hakunena hata neno moja kwa Daudi listen to me precious people munisikize watu wa dhamana i know that many things can happen to you najua mambo mengi yanaweza kukutendekea maybe your husband can die labda mume wako anaweza kufa maybe you have no husband pengine hauna bwana maybe you have no wife pengine hauna bibi maybe you have no job pengine hauna kazi maybe your family children are always sick 
Pengine katika jamii yako watoto kila mara ni wagonjwa. Maybe you are serving God and a lot of difficulty. Pengine unamtumikia Bwana katika ugumu. Pengine umekataliwa na jamii. Rejected by workmates. Umekataliwa na watendakazi wenzako. Umekataliwa na dunia. But the only thing you are left with. Lakini kitu kimoja ambacho umebakishwa nayo. Jehovah God your maker. Ni Jehovah Mungu mumba wako. And so you begin to understand the weight of sexual sin. Na sasa unaanza kuelewa uzito uzito ni wa dhambi ya zina kwa sababu ya dhambi ya zina Jehovah God can close the door on you Bwana Mungu anaweza kufunga mlango anaweza kufunga mlango kwako na yeye ndiye yule waumbaye umebaki naye alimfungia Daudi mlango na sasa anamtumia Daudi Nathan na maanisha hata aliwacha kuongea na Daudi aliwacha kuongea na Daudi alipoona uzani wa dhambi ya zina ninatumia hii kujenga msingi wa mafunzo haya ili uweze kuelewa na ujue uzani ya jinsi Mungu anatizama dhambi ya zina unapoanguka katika dhambi ya zina Jehovah Mungu mumba wako hata wakati umekataliwa na kila kitu kila mtu lakini unapoanguka katika dhambi ya zina He is now able to shut the door on you. Sasa yeye atakufungia mlango. Do you see the gravity of sexual sin? Unaona uzani wa dhambi ya zina? Purify my heart. Cleanse me from
the gravity of sexual sin Unaona uzani wa dhambi ya zina Jehovah God your maker Jehovah Mungu mumba wako Even when everything has rejected you Hata wakati umekataliwa na kila kitu kila mtu always does not reject Yeye akukatai But when it comes to sexual sin Lakini unapoanguka katika dhambi ya zina He is now able to shut the door on you Sasa yeye atakufungia mlango Do you see the gravity of sexual sin Unaona uzani wa dhambi ya zina And the second thing I want to bring to your attention Kitu cha pili ningependa kukufahamisha sexual sin ya kwamba dhambi ya zina always leads to death inaongoza watu katika kifo listen to me nisikize sexual sin dhambi ya zina will always lead to death kila mara itaongoza wapendwa katika kifo either physical death kifo cha kiasili or spiritual death au kifo cha kiroho sexual sin listeners dhambi ya zina wapendwa wasikizaji will always be punished by jehovah Itahukumiwa na Jehova. You heard the way he talked to David. Unaosikia jinsi aliongea na Daudi hapa. The Lord has taken away your sins. Biblia inasema kwamba Bwana ameondoa dhambi zako. You are not going to die. Hautakufa. But because by doing this you have made the enemies of the Lord to show utter contempt. The son born to this must die. Na kwa sababu ya hii umemfanya maadui wa Bwana waweze kumfukuru Bwana. Sasa mwana wako lazima akufe sexual sin will always be punished by Jehovah. Dhambi ya zina kila mara itahukumiwa na Jehovah. And number two, sexual sin will always lead to death. Nambari ya pili, dhambi ya zina inaongoza katika kifo. Either physical death, labda ni kifo ya kiasili, or spiritual death, au kifo ya kiroho. Because spiritual death is the beginning. Kwa sababu kifo ya kiroho ni mwanzo. And then it comes to physical death. Alafu kifo ya kiasili. And you see that for all the years. Na unaona ya kwamba kwa miaka zote David was precious before the Lord. Daudi alikuwa ni wadhamana mbele za Bwana. The same God that sees beyond today. Bwana huyo huyo ambaye anaangalia mbele leo. And when he called David he knew David was going to fall. Na wakati alimuita Daudi alijua ya kwamba Daudi alikuwa anaenda kuanguka. And he tells David. Na akamweleza Daudi. Hebu sikiza chini alimweleza Daudi hapa. Alimwambia Daudi, nilikupa kila kitu. Hata wake wa waadui zako. Inamaanisha kwamba jinsi imetengwa na Mungu. Na akasema kwamba nilikupa wake wao. Na unapoanguka katika dhambi ya zina unatoka katika mapenzi yangu. Now I am even going to take your eyes and have them your close friends go 
about with them. Na sasa nitachukua hata wake zako ifanye marafiki zako wa karibu walale nao to make you feel the pain ili uweze kuhisi uchungu that i feel when i see you fall to sex yenye niliishi wakati nilikuona ukianguka katika dhambi ya zinaa hallelujah hallelujah listen to me precious listen wapendwa wasikizaji wa dhamana down the line in this foundation i'm laying tukiendelea katika msingi huu ninaweka i want to give you light at the end of this tunnel nataka nikupe mwanga katika mwisho wa mafunzo haya that is just the foundation i'm laying right now ni msingi tu I am going to emphasize to you the gravity and the weight of sexual sin before the Lord Jehovah God. Nataka nikufahamishe uzani wa dhambi ya zinaa mbele za Mungu. And then I will later show you the way out. Na alafu nitakueleza namna ya kuepuka ama namna ya kujitoa. You see that when David turns around Unaona wakati Daudi aligeuka when judgment has hit him baada ya kupigwa na hukumu more than a year he cannot hear from God Angeweza kusikia kutoka kwa Bwana zaidi ya mwaka moja The worst thing is for you to know that God has closed the door on you Kitu kibaya mno ni kujua ya kwamba Bwana amekufungia mlango and he suffers na akaumia sana But when David turned around in repentance Na wakati Daudi aligeuka na akatubu And then you see the Lord turning around and restoring David. Sasa unaona Bwana anageuka na kurejesha Daudi. And we'll talk about that nature of repentance. Na tutaongea kuhusu aina hiyo ya toba. But in between there is a lot we are going to handle today. Lakini kati hapo kuna mafunzo mengi tutajifunza leo. Even as we continue laying this foundation. Hata tunapoendelea kuweka msingi. I want us to go into the book of Judges. Nataka tuingie katika kile kitabu cha Waamuzi. Judges 16 verses 4 to 25. Tusome kitabu cha Waamuzi mlango wa 16 mstari wa nne hadi mstari wa tano Still looking at the gravity of sexual sin to Jehovah God. Bado tunaangalia uzani wa dhambi ya zinaa mbele za Mwenyezi Mungu. How does the Lord look at sexual sin? Mungu anaangaliaje dhambi ya zinaa? And we are going to look at yet another servant of the Lord. Tutamtizama mtumishi mwingine wa Mungu. We are not reading all the scripture I'll pick quite a few but you can read all at home Judges 16 verses 4 to 25. Hatutasoma kitabu hiki chote lakini nataka tutachagua mistari kadha wa kadha hapa tusome hizo zingine utasoma baadaye kwa wakati wako and again judges 16 waamuzi mlango wa 16 let me begin the first few verses then jump to verse 4 it says in verse 1 One day Samson went to Gaza where he saw a prostitute. Biblia inasema katika mstari wa kwanza ya kwamba Samsoni akaenda Gaza akaona huko mwanamke Kahaba akaingia kwake. And then you see very clearly that he begins to fall in love with this woman. Na sasa unaona wazi ya kwamba akaanza kumpenda huyu mwanamke. I want you to know that the chronology of falling into sexual sin. Nataka ujue ya kwamba ile hali ya kuanguka katika dhambi ya zina begins like this. Inaanza hivi. It begins with desire. Inaanza And if you open the door to desire, ukifungua mlango ili utamani. We're going to look at this very deep. Tangalia haya kwa undani sana. Just in summary here. Na kwa ukamilifu hapa. It begins with desire. Inaanza na kutamani. And then it goes into lust. Alafu inaingia katika ile kutamani ya kiukahaba yani usherati. Amen. And then you go straight into sin. Alafu sasa unaingia katika dhambi. And so you see another mighty servant of the Lord. Sasa unaona mtumishi mwingine mkuu wa Mungu. The Lord using mightily. Mungu akimtumia But when he encounters sexual sin. Na wakati aliingia katika dhambi ya zinaa. The Lord is able to shut the door on him. Mungu aliweza kumfungia mlango. So let me make you understand one thing here listeners. Wacha nikufanye uelewe kitu kimoja hapa mpendwa msikizaji. There is anything that will make the Lord 
shut the door on you. Kama kuna kitu ambacho kitamfanya Mungu akufungie mlango. It is sexual sin. Ni dhambi ya zina. And we are heading very deep so you'll be able to understand deeper how he looks at sexual sin, how he classifies sexual sin related to other sins. Tutaingia ndani sana ili tuelewe jinsi Mungu anaangalia dhambi ya zina na jinsi anaifananisha na dhambi zingine. And you saw in the life of Samson here. Tunaona katika maisha ya Samsoni hapa. That Samson encounters sexual sin. Kwamba Samsoni anaingia katika dhambi ya zina. And this woman begins to woo him. Alafu huyu mwanamke anaanza kumnyonya. And I want you to know in Hebrew, Hebrew, the Hebrew, the Jewish language. Katika lugha ya Kiebrania. The name Delilah like I've said. Jina Delilah jinsi nilisema. In other words if you translate it literally it means sucking up to suck up. Ukitafsiri inamaanisha kunyonya. To suck up to drain drain life out of. Ni kutoa kunyonya maisha kutoka kwa kitu. And don't confuse it with Dahlia. Dahlia is a flower but then Delilah is to suck to remove life to finish to take away strength. Delilah inamaanisha kunyonya, kunyonya nguvu. And you see very clearly here verse 4. Tunaona katika mstari wa 4 wazi kabisa hapa. That sometime later he fell in love with the woman in the valley of Sorek whose name was Delilah. Ikawa baada ya hayo akampenda mwanamke mmoja katika bonde la Soreki jina lake akiitwa Delilah. And listen very carefully all listeners what sexual sin will do to you. Munisikize wapendwa wasikizaji jinsi dhambi ya zinayo itakutenda mabaya. Mstari wa 5. He says the ruler of the Philistines went to her and said, "See if you can lure him and showing you the secret of his great strength and how we can overpower him so we may tie him up and subdue him." Each one of us will give you 11 shekels of silver. Nao wakuu wa Filisti wakamwendea wakamwambia, "Mbembeleze upate kujua asili ya nguvu zake nyingi na jinsi tutakavyoweza kumshinda, tupate kumfunga na kumtesa. Nasi tutakupa kila mtu fedha elfu na mia moja. Verse 7 says, "Samson answered her, If anyone ties me with seven fresh thongs, hallelujah, that have not been dried, I will become as weak as any other man. Mstari wa saba Samsoni akamwambia wakinifunga kwa kamba mbichi saba ambazo hazijakauka bado hapo ndipo nitakuwa dhaifu nitakuwa kama mwanadamu mwenzangu Verse 17 wa 17 says, so he told her everything no razor has ever been used on my head he said because i have been a Nazarite set apart to god since birth If my head were shaved my strength would leave me and I'll become as weak as a man. Mstari wa 17 bila inasema ndipo alipomwambia yote yaliyokuwa moyoni mwake akamwambia wembe haukupita juu ya kichwa changu kamwe maana mimi nimekuwa mnadhiri wa Mungu tangu tumboni mwa mama yangu nikinyolewa ndipo nguvu zangu zitanitoka nami nitakuwa dhaifu nitakuwa kama mwanadamu mwenzangu verse 20 then she called samson the philistines are upon you he woke up from his sleep and thought i will go out as before and shake myself free but he did not know that the lord had left him mstari wa 20 biblia inasema kisha akasema samsoni wa filisti wanakuja akaamka katika usingizi wake akasema nitakwenda nje kama siku nyingine na kujinyosha lakini kujua ya kuwa bwana amemwacha Munisikize wapendo wasikizaji wa dhamana kama kuna kitu ambacho kitamfanya bwana akuache 
sexual sin. Ni dhambi ya zina. And I'm still using these two cases to build up a strong foundation for you here. Ninaendelea kukupa mifano ya hawa watumishi wawili ili nikupe msingi. And then we are going to go deep and then you see even deeper how God looks at sexual sin. Alafu tutaingia ndani kabisa na uone jinsi Bwana anatizama dhambi ya zina. But I'm using the little summaries on the lives of these two servants. Lakini ninatumia mifano katika maisha ya hawa watumishi wawili. So you can be able to see the gravity with which God weighs sexual sin. Ili uweze kuangalia uzani yenye Mungu anapimia dhambi ya zinaa. And you see that when it comes to sexual sin. Na unaona ya kwamba ikifika ni dhambi ya zinaa. The enemy begins by luring Samson again like David. Adui anaanza kumtumia ama kumfanya Samsoni pia aanze kuteseka tena kama Daudi. No, luring bembeleza to win him. She began to win him by asking him, "What should I do? Where is your strength?" Adui anaanza kumtongoza na kumuuliza nikufanyie nini nguvu zako ziko wapi kumbembeleza ili amnyang'anye nguvu zake Alafu naona Samsoni anaanza kumpenda huyu mwanamke anaanza kuwa na ile tamaa And then after that you see that now Samson takes it to another level he begins to reveal to him the secrets of his Christian work Alafu Samsoni anaichukua katika kiwango kingine anaanza kumfunulia siri ya mtembeo wake wa Ukristo He begins to reveal to him the secrets of his walk with the Lord. Anaanza kumfunulia siri ya mtembeo wake, njia zake na Mungu. And you see that the Philistines go to this woman. Na unaona wafilisti wakimwendea huyu mwanamke. The rulers of the Philistines. Viongozi wa wafilisti. The kings of the kingdom of darkness. Wakuu ufalme wa Giza. The kings of the kingdom of darkness. Wafalme wa ufalme wa Giza will always use sexual sin to approach you. Kila mara watatumia dhambi ya zinaa kukujia. And sexual sin will lure you. Na dhambi ya zinaa itakubembeleza na kudanganya. Ili wapate siri kukuhusu. And if you are able to sell into sexual sin to buy into that. Na ukianza kununua dhambi ya zinaa na uingie. Alafu uingie katika dhambi ya zinaa. Then you reach a place where you are deep in now. Alafu unaifika katika kile kiwango ambacho umeingia ndani kabisa. And the Lord will leave you. Alafu Bwana atakuacha. That's what we are seeing with David. Na hiyo ndio tunaona na mtumishi Daudi. And then we are seeing with Samson. Pia tunaona na Samsoni. Confirming two things. Tukijaribu kuangalia vitu hivi vili mfano hivi na tunaona ya kwamba hiyo tu ni mfano wa vitu viwili maisha ya watu wawili ambao tumeyataja hapa ya kwamba baada ya dhambi ya zinaa kuna hukumu kuna hukumu katika dhambi ya zinaa na pia kuna kifo katika dhambi ya zinaa hebu tuangalie penye naadhirisha kwamba kuna kifo katika dhambi ya zina. Kwa sababu tayari tumeona hukumu katika mstari wa ishirini ya kwamba Bwana alimwacha. walikuwa natembea na Mungu kiasi gani. Tuangalie mstari wa sita When they stood him among the pillars Samson said to the servants who held his hand Put me where I can feel the pillars 
that support the temple so that I may lean against them. Samsoni akamwambia yule kijana aliyemshika mkono niache nizipapase nguzo ambazo nyumba hii inazikalia nipate kuzitegemea. Now the temple was crowded with men and women. All the rulers of the Philistines were there and on the roof hallelujah there were about 3000 men and women watching Samson perform. Basi nyumba ile ilikuwa imejaa watu waume kwa wake na wakuu wote wa Filisti walikuwamo humo na juu ya dari palikuwa na watu elfu tatu waume kwa wake waliokuwa wakitizama wakati Samsoni alipocheza Then Samson prayed to the Lord O sovereign Lord remember me O God please strengthen me just once more Let me with one blow get revenge on the Philistines for my two eyes. Samsoni akamuita Bwana akasema, "Eh Bwana Mungu, unikumbuke ninakuomba ukanitie nguvu na kuomba mara hii tu, eh Mungu ili nipate kujilipiza kisasi juu ya Wafilisti kwa ajili ya macho yangu mawili." He was already facing the punishment, the judgment of the Lord over sexual sin. They gouged out his eyes. Tayari alikuwa akikumbana na kumu kumu wa bwana juu ya dhambi ya zinaa walitoa macho yake dhambi ya zinaa itakuongoza hapo central pillars on which the temple stood bracing himself against them his right hand on the one and his left hand on the other hallelujah kisha samsoni akazishika nguzo mbili za katikati ambazo nyumba ile ilikaa juu yake akazitegemea moja kwa mkono wake wa kuume na moja kwa mkono wake wa kushoto bastard samson said let me die with the philistines Then he pushed with all his might and down came the temple on the rulers and all the people in it thus he killed many more when he died than when he lived Samsoni akasema na nife pamoja na hao wa Filisti akainama kwa nguvu zake zote ili nyumba ikawaangukie hao wakuu na watu wote waliokuwa ndani yake basi wale watu aliowaua wakati wa kufa kwake walikuwa wengi kuliko wale aliowaua wakati wa uhai wake I want you to understand one thing uelewe kitu kimoja and he died na akafa dhambi ya zinaa kila mara itaongoza mtu katika kifo na kufanya uelewa jinsi bwana anatizama dhambi ya zinaa nataka uelewe the lord does not look at sexual sin bwana hatizami dhambi ya zinaa with the lightness that you see being practiced out here na ile uepesi yenye watu wa wanafanya when it comes to sexual sin inapofika ni dhambi ya zinaa the lord now is willing to leave you bwana sasa anakuacha he is willing to shut the door on you anafunga mlango juu yako and bring death na analeta kifo i saw him bring death to the baby that david had nilimuona akileta kifo kwa mtoto wa Daudi Nimamuona akileta kifo katika maisha ya Samsoni. So Natumia mifano hizi mbili ili niweke msingi katika mafunzo haya. So ili uweze kuelewa uzani wa dhambi ya zinaa machoni pa Bwana. Na ninachukua mfano wa hawa watumishi wakuu wa Mungu. Na unaona ya kwamba Bwana anawapenda. Na aliwatumia kwa njia kuu kuwaokoa watu wake kuwakomboa watu wake na walipoingia katika dhambi 
na and they fall na walipoanguka the two things that the lord always brings on sexual sin touches them vitu viwili ambavyo bwana huwa analeta baada ya mtu kuangua katika dhambi ya zina ili waangukia listen to me listen nisikize wapendo wasikizaji every sexual sin must be punished kila dhambi ya zina lazima ikumiwe always be punished lazima ikumiwe na jehova mungu and every sexual sin must always bring death na kila dhambi ya zina lazima ileta kifo let us go forward and look at the conversation between Moses and Jehovah. Hebu tuende mbele tuangalie maongezi kati ya Musa na Jehova. As we build the foundation of Tunapoendelea kujenga msingi kwa mafunzo haya. The book of Leviticus chapter 20 verse 10. Hebu tuangalie mambo ya walawii mlango wa ishirini mstari wa kumi. If you can get this one. Ukiyapata haya you will never be the same again. Hautabaki sawia tena. You will never treat sexual sin as a joke I see being treated in church. Hauwezi kufanya dhambi ya zinaa iwe ni mzaa kama jinsi inafanywa kanisani. The joke that I see the lightness with which sexual sin is being handled in church. Uwepesi namna dhambi ya zinaa inachukuliwa tu njia ya kiepesi tu njia ya kawaida kanisani. Just be in the worship and I can also be pregnant. Ya kwamba naweza kuwa tu katika kikundi cha ibada na pia mimi ni mjamzi and many churches he sent me to and he showed me the woman the girl in the worship team and the girl is sleeping with the other man she's now pregnant i met the pastor i said listen there is a girl that's one month pregnant you cannot see it yet but she's pregnant at the altar and say yes i've been wondering what to do with her i don't want attention i don't want people to know this and the man is an elder here so we have been keeping it quiet nimekuwa nikienda katika kanisa fulani na Mungu ananionyesha ya kwamba katika kikundi cha ibada kuna dada ambaye alilala na mtumishi mwingine ambaye pia ni mtumishi kanisani na ninamweleza mchungaji ya kwamba ninaona dada ambaye yako na mimba ya mwezi mmoja alafu huyo mtumishi anasema eh tunaendelea kuangalia hali hiyo kwa sababu huyo dada alilala na mzee wa kanisa sasa na sasa hatutaki kushtua washirika tunajaribu kusuluhisha polepole naenda kukutoa hapo katika jina la Yesu Kristo hiyo ndio kwa sababu najenga msingi huu leo has not taught the gravity and the weight of sexual sin. Kanisa haijafunza uzani wa dhambi ya zina. The church has not taught the way Jehovah God looks at sexual sin. Kanisa haijafunza namna na jinsi Mungu anatizama dhambi ya zina. And that's why today I'm emphasizing to you how Jehovah not how you look at how Jehovah God looks at sexual sin. And we are going to go deep into this tonight you will be shocked. Na hiyo ndio kwa sababu ninazingatia jinsi Bwana anatizama dhambi ya zina na tutaingia kwa undani sana. The Lord speaking with Moses. Bwana akinena na Musa. The book of Leviticus chapter 20 verse 10. Mambo ya walawi mlango wa ishirini mstari wa kumi. Look at what he says here. Hebu angalia chenye Bwana anasema hapa. If a man commits adultery with another man's wife with the wife of his neighbor both the adulterer and the adulteress must be put to death Biblia inasema na mtu azinie na mke wa mtu mwingine nam yeye azinie na mke wa jirani yake mtu mume azinie na mwanamke azinie hakika watauawa We are moving on and you are beginning to see that God is speaking death to whoever falls to sexual immorality sexual sin and I'll bring it to the New Testament and you'll be shocked. Na tunaendelea na tunaona Mungu akileta kifo katika maisha ya yule ambaye amezini ameanguka katika dhambi ya zina na tukiingia katika agano jipya wewe utastajabu. And he's speaking without confusion very clearly 
that whoever commits sexual sin immorality must be put to death god talking death to men anasema wazi kabisa ya kwamba yeyote atakayeanguka katika dhambi ya uzinifu atakufa Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us continue on the book of Leviticus 20 verse 17. Tuende katika kitabu cha mambo ya walawi mlango wa 20 mstari wa 17. Look at what he says just a little dimension on sexual sin. Hebu angalie chenye anasema hapa. A little, a little change of direction here. Hebu tuone amebadilisha muongozo hapa kidogo says, tu. If a man marries his sister, the daughter of either his father or his mother, and they have sexual relation, it is a disgrace. They must be cut off before the eyes of their people. He has dishonored his sister and will be held responsible. Tena mtu mume akimuoa umbu lake, binti ya baba yake au binti ya mama yake na kuona utupu wake na huyo mwanamke kuona utupu wake huyo mume ni jambo la aibu watakataliwa mbali mbele ya macho ya watu wao why have i brought this up kwa nini nimekufunulia haya because i want not to forget this very important aspect of sexual sin that is also embedded in this nation kwa sababu sitaki uweze kusahau dhambi hili la zinaa ambayo imeenea katika taifa hili and we have seen repentance people coming out and saying you know many times The brothers the cousins tend to sleep together in one place and the women were coming out and saying Lord even our daughters became pregnant by our sons and their cousins and Lord we lie to our husbands and we covered it from the village we said it was a boy in the village na tunaona katika mikutano za toba wapendwa wanakuja wanatubu wanasema hata watoto wetu wasichana wanapata mimba ya watoto wetu wengine alafu tunajaribu kufunika tunafunika ili watu wasijue kila mara hatufunui tunafunika kwa sababu ya aibu i just want you to look at the way god looks at it nataka uangalie jinsi bwana anaiangalia we advance in looking at sexual sin tunapoangalia jinsi bwana anaangalia dhambi ya zina Bwana anasema kata must be cut off lazima ikatwe and not be seen in the eyes of people na isionekane katika macho ya wanadamu hiyo wamefanya yale ambayo yastahili kufanywa tena Hebu tuangalie kumbukumbu la Torati mlango wa 22 mstari wa 22 Mungu anaangaliaje dhambi ya zina Angalia chini anasema hapa If a man is found sleeping with another man's wife both the man who slept with her and the woman must die Biblia inasema akifumaniwa mtu mume amelala na mwanamke aliyeolewa na mume na wafe wote wawili mtu mume aliyelala na mwanamke na yule mwanamke naye ndivyo atakavyoondoa uovu katika Israeli You must purge the evil from Israel that means get this thing out of this nation Anasema ya kwamba toa vitu hivi katika taifa hili He says that man must die Anasema huyo mtu lazima afe God is persistently speaking death to sexual sin Mungu ananena kifo kwa ujasiri juu ya dhambi ya zinaa Why have you smiled at sexual sin Kwa nini wewe umetabasamu unapoona dhambi ya zinaa As we build on let's go to the book of Proverbs Tukiendelea kujenga msingi hebu tuingie katika kitabu cha Methali I'm just bringing you to a place so you can understand Na kupeleka katika mahali ili uweze kuelewa How God looks at sexual sin Jinsi Mungu anatizama dhambi ya zinaa And then we'll go into how to break the chain. Alafu tutaingia katika namna ya kuvunja minyororo. 
The book of Proverbs, this is the last bit on the foundation we are building for the teaching. Hii ndio mstari wa mwisho katika msingi ambao tunaendelea kujenga. Proverbs chapter 6 verses 20 to 35. Nitali mlango wa sita mstari wa 20 hadi 35. And you see what he's saying here. Angalia chenye Bwana anasema hapa. He says my son keep your father's commands and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Biblia inasema mwanangu shika maagizo ya baba yako wala usiiache sheria ya mamako. You can see very clearly already there before we go into how to get through. You can see he's already talking about the role of parents in even getting out of this sexual sin. Na unaona Mungu anaongea kuhusu majukumu ya wazazi hata namna ya kuondoka katika dhambi hii ya zinaa. He says bind them upon your heart forever fasten them around your neck. Vile nasema yafunge hayo katika moyo wako daima jivike hayo shingoni mwako. When you walk they will guide you when you sleep they will watch over you when you wake they will speak to you. Uendapo yatakuongoza ulalapo yatakulinda na uamkapo yatazungumza nawe. For these commands are a lamp this teaching is a light and the corrections of discipline are the way of life maana maagizo hayo maana maagizo hayo ni taa na sheria hiyo ni nuru na maonyo ya kumwadilisha mtu ni njia ya uzima and it says keeping you from the immoral woman hallelujah for women i want you to look at the immoral man na biblia inaendelea ikisema ya kulinde na mwanamke muovu asikupate na kuponya na ubembelezaji so for the women i want you to look at the immoral man kwa wanawake nataka muangalie wanaume makahaba And you see very clearly that he says keeping you from the immoral woman and from the smooth tongue of the wayward wife somebody. Biblia inasema ya kulinda na mwanamke muovu mkahaba asikupate na kukuponya na umbembelezi wa mgeni. How God looks at sexual sin. Namna Mungu anaangalia dhambi ya zinaa. He is already telling you to keep away from smooth tongue somebody. Anakuambia ya kwamba utoke katika ile hali ya ubombelezi. And he saying do not laugh in your heart after her beauty or let her captivate you with her eyes somebody na anasema usiutamani uzuri wake moyoni mwako wala usikubali ukanase kwa kope za macho yake the lord is warning you against sexual lust somebody bwana anakuonya kinyume cha dhambi ya zinaa mtu verse 26 says for the prostitute reduces you to a loaf of bread and the adulteress preys upon your very life now i want you the women to look at the man who is a prostitute the man look at the woman that is a prostitute is talking about mstari wa 26 biblia inasema maana kwa malaya mtu hutiwa katika hali ya kuhitaji kipande cha mkate na kahaba kumuwinda mtu anase nafsi yake iliyo ya dhamana wanaume nataka muangalie wanawake makahaba na wanawake muangalie wanaume makahaba and so you see how the lord looks at sexual sin here somebody sasa unaangalia jinsi bwana anatizama dhambi ya zinaa hapa mtu because he says the prostitute will reduce you to a buffalo to a loaf kwa sababu Biblia inasema kwamba maana kwa malaya mtu hutiwa katika ile hali ya kuhitaji kipande cha mkate. Sexual sin is going to reduce you into a loaf. What do you see out of a loaf? A loaf is made out of yeast. Remember I have taught on bread without yeast. I have said that is mighty bread. That is holy bread. That is durable bread. 
That is bread that walked them through the wilderness. And now he's saying, you are going to be reduced to a mere buffalo that will rot in a short time. Biblia inasema ya kwamba dhambi ya zinaa itakufanya ufike katika ile hali ya kuhitaji kipande cha mkate. Kumbuka nimefunza kuhusu mkate bila chachu. Hiyo ndiyo mkate ambao itakuongoza. Lakini sasa uzinifu itakuongoza katika ile hali ya kuhitaji kipande cha mkate ambao itaoza tu baada ya muda. I don't know how the Swahili translation is, but my English translation says for the prostitute reduces you to a loaf of bread sio kuhitaji anakugeuza mpaka uwe kama buffalo Biblia inasema kwamba ukahaba ama ile dhambi ya zinaa inakugeuza uwe kama kipande cha mkate uwe buffalo uwe mkate uwe mkate we mwenyewe uwe mkate This is reducing it to a mere perishable Inamaanisha kwamba inakurudisha chini hao walioke is looking at sexual sin somebody Hivyo ndivyo Mungu anatizama dhambi ya zinaa mtu When he looks at you going to fall to sexual sin Wakati anapokuona ukiangua katika dhambi ya zinaa anaona kifo you are turned into a mere rot you are going to start rotting buffalo the loaf of bread with yeast cannot stand so long wakati bwana anakuona ukiangua katika dhambi ya zinaa anaona ukibadilishwa ili uwe mkate ambao inaoza utaoza wewe ni kama mkate tu ambayo imefura tu bure inafura tu bure imechanganyikiwa unaona chenye anasema jinsi Mungu anatizama dhambi ya zinaa ninarudia mstari wa 26 to a loaf of bread Biblia inasema maana kwa malaya mtu hutiwa katika ile hali ya kuhitaji kipande cha mkate adulteress preys upon your very life which means comes to suck your life na kahaba is coming to suck your life to suck your blood suck your life that's how god looks at sexual sin na kahaba kumuinda mtu anase nafasi yake iliyo ya dhamani yani inamaanisha dhambi ya zinaa inanyonya maisha yako kunyonya maisha yako kunyonya damu yako kunyonya damu yako na maisha yako that's how god looks at sexual sin hivyo ndivyo mungu anatizama dhambi ya zinaa and he sees you going to sexual sin wakati anakuona ukiangua katika dhambi ya zinaa Sexual sin coming from the devil is going to suck your very life. Anajua kwamba dhambi ya zinaa inatoka kwake shetani na inaenda kunyonya maisha yako. And that's why you see that the name Delilah ndio maana unaona jina Delilah means to sap out to suck out the strength to remove the strength to finish him to suck the life out of him. Inamaanisha yani kunyonya nguvu zake, kunyonya maisha yake na kumaliza kabisa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why have you smiled at sexual sin? Kwa nini wewe umetabasamu unapoona dhambi ya zinaa?
And let us look at the book of 1 Peter chapter 5. Angalie Petero wa kwanza mlango wa 5 verses 6 to 11. Angalie mstari wa 6 hadi wa 11. Look at what he is saying here. Angalia chenye Bwana anasema hapa. He repeats the same thing. He says humble yourself therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. God is going to lift you up out of that temptation every single day once you are humble. Biblia inasema basi nyenyekeeni chini ya mkono wa Mungu ulio hodari ili awakweze kwa wakati wake. Ujenyekeze chini ya mkono hodari wa Mungu. And look at what he says in verse 7 which was one of the biggest keys for fighting sexual temptation on a daily basis look at that he says cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you so you may be anxious that look i seem to be addicted now i am in an addiction here you have a fear but he says cast your anxiety on him and he's going to be able to help you out of this he cares the bible says he cares so surely if the lord the living god who lives day in day out cares about you living your life day in day out he surely is going to lift you out of that situation this is one of the main keys to fight sexual temptation every day because he cares and he has promised here that he cares he will lift you out of it mstari wa sababu ile inasema huku mkimtwika yeye fadha zenu zote kwa maana yeye hujishughulisha sana kwa mambo yenu hii ni mojawapo ya vifungua ambavyo vinaweza kukusaidia kukuepusha na majaribu ya kila siku ya kizinaa unatwika fadhaa zako kwake Mwenyezi Mungu kwa sababu yeye hujishughulisha sana na mambo yako and look at what he says beautiful in verse 8 he says be self controlled and alert that means when you pray today and you are able to overcome sexual lust sexual immorality the spirit of lust if you are able to overcome that spirit today it does not mean tomorrow is free he says be self controlled and alert be alert because tomorrow look at what he says father on your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour resist him standing firm in the faith because you know that your brothers hallelujah throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering now listen to this the devil is always coming back like a sprawling lion trying to devour you but he's telling you there is power in knowing that god is going to help you and be self-controlled and be alert don't just sit there be self-controlled and be alert what are the things that the devil is always using to bring sexual temptation to me is it the secretary that walks in every day okay if i realize there's a woman that comes here every day to talk to my secretary and that woman talking to my secretary in the evening every day is not well dressed i will try to avoid that time when she comes in be self controlled and be alert and he's also telling you very very clearly here that you should know you are not the only one many of your brothers the brethren all over the world are going through the same thing so you should know that you know what it is a battle it is a fight we are in this fight they are not giving up why should i give up and knowing that you are not the only one going through it then you can now fight the good fight for the lord biblia inasema katika mstari wa nane ya kwamba muwe na kiazi na kukesha kwa kuwa mshtaki wenu ibilizi kama simba angrumae huzunguka zunguka akitafuta mtu ameze ninyi nanyi mpingeni huyo 
mkiwa dhabiti katika imani mkijua ya kuwa matesa yale yale yanatimizwa kwa ndugu zenu walioko duniani amen mpendwa msikizaji biblia inasema hapa ya kwamba mpingeni huyo shetani mkiwa dhabiti katika imani ni vizuri uweze kujua ya kwamba sio wewe peke yake unakumbana na hali hii ya dhambi ya zinaa watu wengi wanakumbana nayo na wewe pia unafaa ujipe moyo ya kwamba kama wao hawajeregea hawajijiwachilia kwa nini wewe ujiwachilie ujue ni vita so you should not think that oh this is me i am not blessed this thing is happening to me i'm going to give up i want to give up no you should not give up know that everyone is going through and when you look at now those that have overcome it that should be a source of inspiration to you as a christian that's why it's very important to develop groups of young men accountability groups that you can meet together you can pray you can share the feelings what you went through today and they can pray with you depending on different levels of faith the prayer of a righteous man is a fervent is very powerful reaches the throne of god one of you there may touch the throne of god for you so you develop groups even married men meet in groups have church groups of accountability and help each other out because you're all going through this there is power in working together as brethren under the blood of Jesus amen kweli kabisa haufai useme ya kwamba oh ni mimi tu mimi sina bahati ndio maana nimekumbwa na hii majaribu ya zinaa hapana sio wewe peke yako ningewahimiza ya kwamba pia ni vizuri mkutane kama vikundi vikundi vya watu ambao wamemaanisha ambao wanajua neno la Mungu muwe mkiombeana kila mtu anatoa maoni yake ya kwamba mimi nimepitia majaribu hii na hii labda kazini ama wapi alafu mnaombeana pamoja labda maombi ya mmoja wenu itasikika na itaweza kusaidia haleluya and remember that the lord who called you to the christian walk is more than able to support you and sustain that walk in you for as long as you are willing until the day of the lord Ebu kumbuka ya kwamba Mungu aliyekuita katika mtembeo wako Kikristo anaweza kukudumisha na akupe nguvu ya kustahimili na uweze kutembea mpaka mwisho. Do you think there is an evil spirit that can defeat the Holy Spirit of Jehovah? Unafikiria kuna roho chafu pepo ambayo inaweza kumshinda Roho Mtakatifu wa Jehovah? is no. Hakuna. But then the Lord has also allowed you to go through this on a daily basis. Na Bwana pia amekuruhusu uweze kuyapitia haya kila siku so you can be able to know that you depend on him on a daily basis ili ujue kwamba unamtegemea kila siku so this is a very good situation for you now to learn to depend on Jehovah to tell him Lord without you I would have not managed my daily walk sasa so you can be on your knees on everyday basis sasa hii ni mfano mzuri ya kukufundisha ya kwamba ujue ya kwamba wewe unamtegemea Mungu kila wakati ili ujue ya kwamba kama sio Mungu wewe ungekuwa umeshindwa otherwise the way I look at you Christians if he remove that problem from you you'd very soon forget God jinsi na watizamo wa Kristo akiwaondolea hiyo shida ya kukumbana na majaribu ya zina mutamsahau Mungu and so it is a very important way of really getting close to God because he is helping you on a daily basis to fight the temptations he's telling you please humble yourself but remember that i called you into this walk and i have more than enough power to see you on a daily basis through it until you are through until the day of the lord it is just like being woken up every morning he wakes you up every morning he never gets tired he gives you air to breathe every morning he never gets tired somebody look at this haleluya ameachilia majaribu haya ya kumbane na wewe ili ujifunze kumtegemea kila siku 
kila wakati unakumbana na majaribu lakini anakupa hewa anakupa maisha kila asubuhi unaamuka na unastahimili and so verse 10 mstari wa kumi he says and god of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in christ after you have suffered a little while he will himself restore you and make you strong firm steadfast to him be the power forever and ever amen biblia inasema katika mstari wa kumi ya kwamba na mungu wa neema yote aliyewaita kuingia katika utukufu wake wa milele katika Kristo mkiisha kuteswa kwa muda kidogo yeye mwenyewe atawatengeneza na kuadhibitisha na kuwatia nguvu Look at the main key here. Angalia ufunguo hapo. In resisting sexual temptation on a daily basis as a Christian. Katika ile hali ya kukumbana na majaribu ya zinaa kila siku kama mkristo. You know that the Lord has promised that just hang in there. I will make you strong after a short while I will come and lift you up restore you and I'll deliver you. Umeju- he has promised deliverance in a short while. Umejua ya kwamba Bwana amekuahidi ya kwamba wewe shikilia tu hapo ndani ya majaribu atakuja na atakukomboa kwa sababu yeye ni Mungu. On a daily basis. Atakukomboa kila siku. Look at that. He has promised that just hang in there in a short while you'll see my delivering power. Anasema shikilia tu hapo ndani ya majaribu hayo. Baada ya muda usio mrefu atakuja na kukukomboa. To me this is the most powerful way to actually overcome sexual sensation temptation and lust on a daily basis. Hii ndio namna ya kipekee nitaniwezesha niweze kushinda majaribu ya kizinaa kila siku. Even in your family life with your wife, if you have some problems of lust and immorality, remember one thing that the Lord is more than capable to carry you on on a daily basis and then one day the level of anointing is equal 47 somebody one day the level of anointing gets to a level where now the flesh has succumbed to the spirit have been subdued sasa mpendo wa msikizaji hata katika ndoa yako labda unakumbana na majaribu hii ya zinaa katika ndoa yako kumbuka kitabu cha Ezekieli Mungu atainua kiwango cha upako ambayo itashinda mwili na utashinda katika jina la Yesu So the Lord is telling you there is hope don't give up what you need to do is to have faith to know that he has promised you that first of all he's going to help you on a daily basis And secondly, very soon just hang in there, don't give up. You are not the only one going through this. Very soon is coming to deliver you. Na Bwana aliahidi ya kwamba shikilia tu kati ya majaribu, yeye atakuja kukukomboa hivi karibuni. Yeye aliahidi na sio wewe peke yako unayapitia hayo. Watu wengi wanapitia hayo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 22. Some Timotheo wa pili resisting sexual temptation on a daily basis namna ya kukumbana na majaribu ya zinaa kila siku haleluya haleluya look at what he says in second timothy chapter 2:22 you can read the whole second timothy somebody at home but then for the sake of time we are reading verse 22 of second timothy chapter 2 hebu tusome timotheo wa pili mlango wa pili mstari wa 22 he says flee the evil desires of your youth and pursue righteousness faith love and peace along with those who call on the Lord out of the pure heart so he's telling you hallelujah this is awesome flee from the desires of your youth from sexual desires 
sexual desires of your youth, flee from them. And then together with brethren, you can be able to pray, living in peace and love. You can be able to overcome these things on a daily basis. He says flee. That means once you leave self-controlled, and a lot. You can be able to sense on a daily basis what you don't want to get involved in. What conversation you don't want to get involved in at work, in the office, at home, in the church. What kind of people you don't want to associate with. He says, flee from the youthful desires, which is the sexual desires that you had in the youthful nature. Biblia inasema ya kwamba, toroka tamaa zako za ushirati katika umri wako wa ujana, na pia uwe macho, uwe macho. Inamanisha ya kwamba unafaa uwe macho ujue aina ya maongezi ambayo ufai, uusike nayo katika maali pako pakazi, kila maali. Ili ujue penye majaribu yanatoka na ujie pushe. And again I told you it's very important for the married man if you are locked into some kind of sexual immorality year in year out it is not healthy for you you can form groups of married men in church accountability groups that's how it's called and you account to each other you say for me today I went and I really found out for example that I was not attracted to my sexual anymore you see you are beginning to pray and you are praying for each other and there is power in corporate prayer and fasting amen. and going to the mountain and all those things amen kwa wale ambao wameo ambao wanakumbana na majaribu ya zinaa hata maali pa kazi. Ebu mpatane pale kanisani wale watu ambao wameoa ambao wanawajibika muweze kutengeneza kikundi cha maombi muweze kuwasiliana pamoja na kutoa maoni na muombe pamoja muende mlimani pamoja na Mungu atawapigania na mtashinda haleluya now look at the book of james chapter 5 verse 16 angalia kitabu cha waraka wa yakobo mlango wa tano mstari wa 16 how to resist sexual temptation on a daily basis namna ya kushinda majaribu ya zinaa katika maisha yako kila siku verse 16 of james chapter 5 says Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Pray the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and fervent and effective. Now listen to this. This is the effective group I'm talking about. This is the accountability group I'm talking about. You can share with them, you can meet together and tell them, you know what? I have this problem, brethren. Can you pray for me today? And many people praying for you, calling your name to Jesus. You are praying for them and you are corporately working together and you are stronger, you are more protected because you are seeing things according to the eyes of the Holy Spirit. When one person drifts away, there is correction. You can pray for them, you can call them, you can tell them according to scripture, this is wrong. On a daily basis you can defeat sexual temptation. Amen. Biblia inasema katika kitabu cha Yakobo mlango wa tano mstari wa sita ya kwamba ungameni dhambi zenu ninyi kwa ninyi na kuombeana mpate kuponywa kuomba kwake mwenye haki kwafaa sana ukiomba kwa bidii. Amen. Hii ndio kikundi ambacho ninaongelea hapa. Mutengeneze vikundi ambao wamewajibika ili muweze kuombeana. Muombeane. Hii ndio namna ya kushinda majaribu ya kizinaa. Now listen to Psalm 119:11-13. How you can be able to overcome and resist sexual temptation on a daily basis somebody I'm talking about Hebu tusome kitabu cha Zaburi mlango wa 119 tusome kuanzia mstari wa 11 hadi 13 how you can be able to resist namna tunaweza kupinga majaribu ya kizinaa kila siku Let me start from verse 9 there Tuanze mstari wa 9 He says how can a young man keep his way pure By living according to your word I seek you with all my heart do not let me stray from your commands 
He's asking, how can a young man that is supposed to be actually in the youth of his last and all that even keep his way straight? How can he keep from straying? And he says, by keeping your word, somebody. Hallelujah. Zaburi mlango wa miyamoja na kuminatisa. Jinsi gani kijana aisafishe njia yake kwa kutii akilifuata neno lako kwa moyo wangu wote nimekutafuta usiniache nipotee mbali na maagizo yako okay now that is what i was bringing you to verse 11 to 13 mstari wa 11 hadi 13 he says i have hidden your word in my heart that i might not sin against you so one of the key things you want to use every day every single day on a daily basis to fight sexual temptation hide the word of god in your heart read the word of god in the morning fasting hide it in your heart that is a weapon to kill sexual temptation mstari wa 11 biblia inasema ya kwamba moyoni mwangu nimeliweka neno lako nisije nikakutenda dhambi kitu cha kwanza ambayo nafaa ufanye ili ushinde majaribu ya zinaa kila siku ni kusoma neno la mungu asubuhi wa mkapo na kuliweka na kulisicha ndani yako hiyo itakusaidia kushinda majaribu ya zinaa i hide your word in my heart that i may not sin against you biblia inasema moyoni mwangu nimeliweka neno lako nisije nikakutenda dhambi praise be to you o lord teach me your decrees with my lips i recount all the laws that hallelujah that came from your mouth you begin to recount it you can now recite them that means you are now leaving the word of god you can walk in the streets and you look at this one and say no i am not doing this because my body is the holy temple of the holy spirit you can look at this one you are leaving the word of god you can now recount the word of god that means on a daily basis you wake up in the morning You look at your morning devotional bible you get the word of god for the day hide in your heart the word that will protect you from sexual temptation Biblia inasema katika mstari wa 12 ya kwamba e bwana umehimidiwa unifundishe amri zako kwa midomo yangu nimezisimulia hukumu zote za kinywa chako inamaanisha ya kwamba umeomba Mwenyezi Mungu amekufundisha amri zake unaposoma neno lake na hata amekufundisha hukumu ambayo inatoka katika kinywa chake. Hiyo itakuongoza kushinda majaribu ya zinaa ambayo utakumbana nayo kila siku. Listen to me somebody. Nisikize mtu. This is absolutely beautiful. Hii ni nzuri. Freedom has come to the Christians in this nation. Kwa sababu sasa uhuru umekuja kwa wakristo katika taifa hili. Now you know. Ninawaambia sasa mnajua. If you have been lazy to read your word in the morning. Kama umekuwa kama umekuwa usomi neno la Mungu It's the time to wake up and pick a word and hide in your heart. Tell the devil, you ain't touching me anymore. I have hidden the word of God in my heart. Inje wakati wa kuamka na kusoma neno la Mungu na kuisisha ndani yako. Hii itakusaidia kushinda majaribu ya zinaa katika maisha yako. It is over with sexual sin in the church. Dhambi ya zinaa kanisani imeisha. I have declared it is over now. Nimetangaza kwamba imeisha. In the name of Jesus. jina la Yesu. Now listen to the word that you've hidden in the heart. Hebu sasa sikia neno ambalo umeficha katika moyo wako. Hebu tusome waibrania umekuja katika nyumba ya Bwana. Hakuna tena utumwa. Hakuna ukimwi imenipata hapa kwa sababu ya. Haleluya. Hebu tusome Waibrania. Umeficha neno la Mungu katika moyo wako. Hebu tusome Waibrania mlango wa 4 verses 12 to 13. Waibrania mlango wa 4 mstari wa 12 hadi 13. He says for the word of God is living and active 
sharper than a double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. I keep it in my heart. Hallelujah. It is over. <laughs> Hallelujah. If I keep the word of God in my heart, it is over in sin. He cannot allow me. Kweli kabisa ukiweka neno la Mungu katika moyo wako dhambi imeisha wezi kukuruhusu neno la Mungu aliwezi kukuruhusu uweze kutenda dhambi itakutenga na majaribu ya dhambi ya zina katika moyo wako Hebrews 4:12-13 kitabu cha Waibrania mlango wa 4 mstari wa 12 Uru umekuja katika nyumba ya Bwana hata vijana mnanisikia sasa I am telling you no more sexual sin in this church Ninakuambia kuna tena dhambi ya zina Jesus. Damu ya Yesu, the blood of the lamb. Damu ya mwana kondoo. Passover lamb. Damu ya mwana kondoo apataka. Hakumwaga bure. He poured for you. Alimwaga kwa so you yako. defeat sexual sin in this nation. Ili uweze kushinda dhambi ya zina katika taifa hili. Unawezaje kuanguka katika dhambi ya zina? Jesus never died. Kama tu Yesu hakufa. blood of Jesus. Damu ya Yesu is so warm. Ni damu ya Yesu so ina nguvu. Word of God. Nasema neno la Mungu is like a double sword. Ni kama upanga ulio na makali kitabu cha Waibrania mlango wa 4 mstari wa 12 hadi wa 13. Biblia inasema maana neno la Mungu li hai tena lina nguvu tena lina ukali kuliko upanga uao wote ukatao kuwili tena la choma hata kuzigawanya nafsi na roho na viungo na mafuta yaliyomo ndani yake tena lije pesi kuyatambua mawazo na makusudi ya moyo mstari wa 13 wala hakuna kiumbe kisicho kuwa wazi mbele zake lakini vitu vyote vi utupu na kufunuliwa machoni pake yeye aliye na mambo yetu Now look at that somebody. So these are the secrets that the Lord placed in the Bible. That the devil has been hiding from you. When people tell you, "Oh no, these days all men have fallen. We all fall." The devil is a liar. That is another doctrine, another gospel. That is worshiping another god. Our god is a holy god. He has zero tolerance to sin. Akubali dhambi kabisa. Especially sexual sin. Hasa dhambi ya zina. And you can see systematically I'm walking you through a process in which you can be able to resist the devil on a daily basis in sexual sin. You can close the door. Somebody have news, you can actually close the door on sexual sin. Na unaona ya kwamba ninakutembeza kwa umakini jinsi unaweza kufunga milango ya shetani ili ujiepushe na dhambi ya zina. I was surprised. Mimi nilish- When I saw the level of sexual sin in the church. Wakati niliona kiwango cha dhambi ya zinaa kanisani. one thing that has brought the church down completely. Hiyo ndio kitu ambacho kimeangusha chelesa kini. The church cannot even address it. Kanisa haiwezi hata kusema. The servants even fear to preach it because they are fallen in one way or the other. Hata watumishi wameogopa kuhubiri kwa sababu hata wao wameogopa. Power somebody. Kini kuna nguvu. Power somebody. Nguvu mtaji. Power in the blood of Jesus. It is over today. I have news for today. Power in the word of God. Hallelujah. What a mighty one. The book of Hebrews. Hebrews we are still handling this. Hebrews 13 somebody. How you can resist 
sexual sins on a daily basis. The living word of God, you are hiding it in your heart. He's helping you on a daily basis. He's judging the attitude of man. He's judging your mind. He's judging your heart, the heart of your friends. He's keeping you. You're hiding the word. He's like a double-edged sword. Jinsi unaweza kujiepusha na majaribu ya dhambi ya zinaa. Unasoma neno la Mungu, unalisikia moyoni mwako, unaanza kuhukumu mawazo yako, unahukumu mawazo ya marafiki zako na inakuongoza kila siku kwa sababu dhambi hii na majaribu hii watu hukutana nayo kila siku. Let us finish with one thing tumalize na neno moja hapa. We can have to wrap up here. Nataka twende. We have to close up here. Nafaa tufunge sasa. The book of Isaiah 26 kitabu cha Isaiah mlango wa 26 after you have hidden the word of god baada ya kuficha neno la Mungu into your heart katika moyo wako and now you are using the word of god and his piercing is cutting like a double edged sword na sasa unatumia neno la Mungu na inakata kama upanga ulio na makali kuwili and yet every day you go to work every time i see this woman i tremble Every time I see this man I tremble. All those things are troubling you. You have no peace. You don't want your wife to come to work. You don't want your husband to come to work because there is a man that is looking at you. There is a woman that's looking at you. You have no peace. Hallelujah. Isaiah 23 26 somebody everybody. Tusome kitabu cha Isaiah mlango wa 26 mstari wa 3. He says you will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you hallelujah biblia inasema ya kwamba utamlinda yeye ambaye moyo wake imekutegemea katika yamani kamilifu kwa kuwa anakutumainia you have kept the word of god in your heart umeweka neno la mungu katika moyo wako the living word of god neno liishilo la mungu he says he now will bring peace because you have trusted in him every morning you are reading the word of god depositing in your heart now he brings you peace he says my peace i give you my peace i leave you anasema i give you my peace not anyone's peace my peace i give you anasema sasa anakupa amani yake kwa sababu umekuwa ukilisoma neno lake kila asubuhi na ukiliweka ndani yako anasema anakupa amani yake hallelujah hallelujah from within and make me holy purify my heart cleanse me from my
Hallelujah. Listen to me, precious people. Watu One of the main solutions to sexual sin. One of the main tools that is in the Bible that you can use even to break the chains of sexual sin. To have the wisdom and the knowledge of the word of God regarding sexual sin. My people perish for lack of knowledge and wisdom. Romans chapter 1. Tusome Warumi mlango wa kwanza. Verse 21 so you see what God can do about sexual sin. Mstari wa 21 ili tuone chenye Mungu anaweza kufanya baada ya dhambi zinazo. I brought this intentionally to you. Ninakuletea hii kimaksudi so you may be able to be equipped so you are aware of the gravity. Ili uweze kuandaliwa na ujue uzani wa dhambi zinazo. So you can choose for yourself. Ili ujichagulie wewe mwenyewe. Romans chapter 121. Tuangalie Warumi mlango wa kwanza mstari wa 21. He says for although they knew God they neither glorified him nor gave thanks to him but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened kwa sababu walipomjua Mungu hawakumtukuza kama ndiye Mungu wala kumshukuru bali walipotea katika uzushi wao na mioyo yao yenye ujinga ikatiwa giza verse 22 Romans 1 says although they claimed to be wise they became fools and exchanged the glory of immortal god for images made to look like mortal men birds animals and reptiles Biblia inasema ya kwamba katika mstari wa 22 ya kwamba wakajinena kuwa wenye hekima walipumbazika wakaubadili utukuvu wa Bwana isiye na uharibifu kwa mfano wa sura ya binadamu iliye na uharibifu na ya ndege na ya wanyama na ya vitambavyo This knowledge will be a very big piece of equipment for you to overcome sexual sin. Hekima hii ni mojawapo ya silaha ambayo yatakuwezesha uweze kushinda dhambi ya zina. Now you mark verse 24. Hebu shika mstari wa 24. He says, therefore God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. Listen to me. You see that God is willing to give you up when it comes sexual sin. The knowledge of the fact that God in the new covenant of the Lord is willing to give you up when it comes to sexual sin. That is a tool for you to choose against sexual sin. Biblia inasema katika mstari wa 24 ya kwamba kwa ajili ya hayo Mungu aliwaacha katika tamaa za mioyo yao wafuate uchafu hata wakavunjiana heshima miili yao ikifika ni dhambi ya zinaa kulingana na agano jipya la Mungu anakuacha anakuacha katika tamaa potovu ya mwili wako anasema ya kwamba ikifika sasa ni dhambi ya zinaa mimi ni muumba wako no hakuna anayeweza kukupenda kuniliko mimi lakini ikifika ni dhambi ya zinaa sasa mimi nakuacha nikuache katika tamaa zako za Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchanged their natural relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, their men abandoned natural relations 
with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed indecent acts with other men and received for themselves the due penalty for their perversion. Listen to me. That is the second time God is saying he gave them up because of sexual sin. Biblia inasema katika mstari wa 26 ya kwamba hivyo Mungu aliwaacha wafuate tamazao za aibu hata wanawake wakabadili matumishi ya asili kuwa matumizi yasiyo ya asili. Wanaume wao nao vivyo hivyo waliacha matumizi ya mke ya asili wakakiana tamaa wanaume wakiyatenda yasiyo pasa wakapata nafsini mwao malipo ya upotevu wao yaliyo haki yao verses 24 and 26 the lord is able to give you up when it comes to sexual sin katika mstari wa 24 mungu anaweza wakukuacha baada ya dhambi ya zinaa na kuacha mstari wa 26 anarudia hiyo hiyo that when it comes to this matter here i am still willing and able to surrender you give you over to shameful lust to sexual sin Mungu anarudia katika mstari wa sita ya kwamba ikifika ni dhambi ya zina anakuacha katika tamaa za mioyo yako the wisdom of god the knowledge of the fact that god can give you up is a tool for you to fear sexual sin and leave it alone biblia inasema katika mstari wa 28 ya kwamba na kama walivyokataa kuwa na mungu katika fahamu zao mungu aliwaacha wafuate akili zao zisizofaa wayafanye yasiyowapasa mara ya tatu mungu anasema baada ya dhambi ya zinaa mungu anakuacha haleluya haleluya let us go back to what we are reading the book of first thessalonians twende katika masomo yetu ya kwanza wa thessalonike wa kwanza chapter 4 lango wa 4 we had come up to verse 6 tumefika mstari wa sita and i just brought in the book of romans sasa nimeleta tu masomo katika kitabu cha warumi so you can understand that the wisdom and the knowledge of the word of god regarding sexual sin is the tool number one for breaking the chains of sexual sin ili uweze kujua ya kwamba silaha ya kwanza ya kuvunja dhambi ya zinaa ni ufahamu wa neno la mungu kuhusu dhambi ya zinaa if you know that nikishika ile moto itanichoma if you know that if i touch this fire to burn me you will not touch it Ukijua ya kwamba nikiguza moto ama nishike moto itanichoma huwezi guza moto. The church did not have the wisdom and the knowledge that touching that fire will burn it. Kanisa haikuwa na maarifa ya kujua ya kwamba kuguza moto itawachoma. And she touched it and she's burning right na sasa wanaungua. Sexual sin is very deep in the church right now. Dhambi ya zinaa imeingia kwa undani kanisani sasa. And burning also means missing the Lord. Na inawachoma wapendwa kule. Because without holiness nobody sees the Lord. Kuchoma inamaanisha kumkosa bwana kwa sababu bila utakatifu hakuna mtu yeyote ambaye atamuona bwana so kuna hitaji la kanisa kuanza kukemea dhambi ya zinaa katika kanisa i wonder why you would even tolerate women dressing in lustful ways in the church ninashangaa sana let us stand up and rebuke sexual sin let us know that a church that receives sexual sin has invited death to the congregant ninauliza kwamba kanisa umewezaje kuruhusu mavazi ya kiusherati kanisani mjue ya kwamba kanisa kupokea dhambi ya uzinaa kanisani ni kama kuleta kifo miongoni mwa washirika verse 7 of first thessalonians chapter 5 wa thessalonike wa kwanza mlango wa 4 mstari wa 7 verse 7 it says for god did not call us 
to be impure, but to live a holy life. And he says, therefore, he who rejects this instruction does not reject man, but God who gives you his Holy Spirit. When it comes to sexual sin here, he's giving instruction that God called you to live a pure and holy life. And he says, if you reject this, you have actually rejected me. Now listen to this. When it comes to sexual sin, he says, if you reject my instruction against sexual sin, you have actually rejected me. In other words, I am done with you. You have not chosen me. Biblia inasema katika mstari wa kwanza ya kwamba maana Mungu hakutuita uchafu, bali tuwe katika utakazo, basi yeye anayekataa hakatai mwanadamu, bali Mungu anayewapa ninyi roho wake mtakatifu. Ikifika ni dhambi ya zinaa mpendwa msikizaji. Biblia inasema ya kwamba sasa wewe umemkataa Mungu mwenyewe. Inamaanisha uhusiano wako na yeye imeisha. So when you reject the instructions of the Lord when he's warning you it is like fire it always brings death avoid that woman avoid that man don't be seduced by the cosmos the world in them the so-called seductive beauty that he presents or she presents he or she is death actually when you don't follow the instruction of God towards sexual sin he says actually you have rejected me Biblia inasema ya kwamba usivutwe na urembo wake na ile hali ya kujipamba kwake. Biblia inasema ya kwamba ukikataa maagizo ya Mungu kuhusu dhambi ya zinaa, basi wewe umemkataa huyo Mungu mwenyewe. And now let us take it to the next level. Hebu tuichukue katika kiwango kingine. How do you break off the chains of sexual lust? kuvunja minyororo ya dhambi ya zinaa katika maisha yako. Tumeona katika kitabu cha Wathesalonike wa kwanza chapter 4 mlango wa 4 that is saying the first thing you need to do is to equip yourself with the knowledge. Na Biblia inasema kwamba kitu cha kwanza unafaa ujitayarishe na maarifa of the consequence of falling into sexual sin. Maarifa ya ni nini itanitendekea baada ya kuanguka katika dhambi ya zinaa. And we see that he speaks very clearly that if you don't follow my instruction and you fall you have rejected me. Na Biblia inasema wazi ya kwamba msipofuata maagizo yangu na mwanguke basi mmenikataa. Lord Jesus I love him. Yesu Kristo nilikupenda. And yet you are in sexual sin. Na wewe uko katika dhambi ya zina. And he says here if you fail to follow his instruction on this you have rejected him. Na anasema hapa ya kwamba ukikosa kufuata maagizo yake kuhusu dhambi ya zina basi wewe umemkataa. And he says it was his will, his plan, his blueprint that you be sanctified even before you were created and be separated from sexual immorality. Na anasema ya kwamba ilikuwa ni mapenzi yake hata kabla uumbwe ya kwamba utakazwe na utengwe na dhambi ya zinaa. Let us continue now the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Tuendelee sasa katika kitabu cha Wakorinto wa kwanza mlango wa tano. Now we are looking at how to break the chains resisting sexual temptation how to close the door na tunasoma na tunajifunza kuhusu namna ya kuvunja minyororo ya dhambi ya zinaa katika maisha yako namna ya kujiepusha na dhambi ya zinaa first corinthians chapter 5 verses 1 to 2 is sufficient for now wa korinto wa kwanza mlango wa tano mstari wa kwanza hadi wa pili imetosha kwa sasa it is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and of a kind that does not occur even among the pagans a man has his father's wife and you are proud should you rather have been filled with grief and I'll put him out of your fellowship the man who did this kind of thing now listen to me he's saying here very clearly that the way the enemy brought sexual immorality in the church is such that in the house of the lord you find a kind of sexual immorality that you do not even see among the pagans For example we been to places we went to repentance like in Egerton when the students came out and said for us we've seen even homosexuality at the altar into the church in the night the pagans don't even do such a thing
He says when it comes to sexual immorality, you should be grieved like somebody has died. Biblia inasema ya kwamba katika kitabu cha Wakorintho wa kwanza mlango wa tano mstari wa kwanza hadi wa pili ya kwamba yakini habari imeenea kuwa kwenu kuna zinaa na zinaa ya namna isiyokuwa hata katika mataifa kwamba mtu awe na mke wa babaye nanyi mwajivuna wala hamukusikitika ili kwamba aondolewe miongoni mwenu huyo aliyetenda jambo hilo katika kanisa tumesikia habari za dhambi za zinaa ambayo haipatikani hata miongoni mwa wale ambao hawajaokoka kule Igaton University wanafunzi walikuwa wakitubu wakisema kwamba wameona hata mwanaume akivuta mwanaume mwenzake wakielekea katika madhabahu ya Bwana wakifanya usherati mwanaume na mwanaume pale hiyo itendeki hata miongoni mwa wale ambao wajiokoka I want you to know that the Lord created you with the capacity to be able to know what is wrong and what is right Nataka ujue kwamba Mungu alikuumba na kiwango ambacho kinakuwezesha ujue kizuri na kibaya Whether you are born again or not what is right you know is right what is wrong you are aware this is wrong Umeokoka ama ujeokoka wewe uko na ile kiwango cha kujua kwamba hii ni nzuri ama hii ni mbaya Even the non Christians they have the fear of God they know what the old of God is and so they cannot do that but the Christians have done it hata wale ambao brought girls to the pulpit they have brought homosexuality at the pulpit hata wale ambao wajeokoka hawawezi kufanya hivyo cha kuzisha ni kwamba kanisani wamejua na wamelete usherati hata katika madhabahu ya Bwana so one of the main tools that you can use to break off the chains of sexual immorality sasa moja wapo ya silaha ambayo inaweza kukusaidia kuvunja minyororo ya usherati is to be aware of the filth of the rot ni kujua uzani wa chafu pale ama kuoza and so you can be able to be grieved ili we pia uhuzunishwe so you can be able to live in grief when you look at just how bad it is in the eyes of god and you look at what the lord is talking about and you compare with the non christians you begin to grieve you begin to mourn you begin to cry for the church that is one of the main tools and i'll look at another tool which is called sensitivity sensitivity in the spirit that means you are beginning to become sensitive i am not just living for me i am sensitive of what is happening in the house of the lord in the land in the nation on earth so i am separating from there i am interceding from there sasa moja wapo ya silaha ambayo inaweza kukusaidia utoke katika dhambi ya zinaa ni kujua uzani wa dhambi ya zinaa jinsi Mungu anaiangalia dhambi ya zinaa mpendwa msikizaji unajua ya kwamba nikitenda dhambi ya zinaa ni nini itatokea baadaye hiyo ni silaha jambo lingine ni kukuwa makini sana na chenye inatendeka kanisani ukijua ya kwamba kanisa inafaa iwe ni pahali takatifu so i just want you to understand nataka uelewe that the lord is saying very clearly here na kwamba bwana anasema wazi hapa that he has a plan to redeem you but most important let us understand before we go into repentance na ningependa kuambia kwamba Mungu anataka kuwakomboa millions millions of Kenyans are locked in sexual sin even the majority of the church najua mamilioni ya mamilioni ya wakenya wamefungwa katika dhambi ya zinaa hata wale ambao wako kanisani but before we go into repentance na kabla tuingie katika toba let us make sure we understand the gravity of how the lord looks at it and the way out Ebu tuhakikishe kwamba tunaangalia jinsi Bwana anatizama dhambi ya zinaa na jinsi ya kujitoa katika dhambi ya zinaa. Na sio kutubu tu na kurudia dhambi ya zinaa. The kind of repentance David brought before the Lord until the Lord called him 
This is the man after my own heart. Let us understand what did David arm himself with when he was going back to God until he won the heart of God. Hebu tutubu jinsi Daudi alitubu baada ya kutenda dhambi hii azinaa mpaka Mungu akasema ya kwamba huyu ndio mtu wa moyo wangu. He took the heart of God. Alichukua moyo wa Mungu. Because of the way he went back to him. Kwa ajili ya jinsi alivyomrudia. What did he arm himself with? Na alijiami na nini? Unaona? Let us look at the book of Psalms 51. Tuangalie kitabu cha Zaburi mlango wa 51. Psalm I'm going to give you some very important tools I can just read them for you here. Nitakupa silaha ambazo zitakusaidia na nitakusomea tu hapa sasa. Where we are heading to? Some of the tools if you are writing down are prayer. Baadhi ya silaha ni kama maombi, spiritual solitude and physical solitude. Kujitenga kuwa peke yako, kiroho na hata kimwili. And then fasting. Alafu kufunga to kill the flesh that you saw him talking about in 1 Corinthians. Kuwa mwili ambao unaona akiongelea katika kitabu cha Neno la Mungu and the Holy Spirit and many others we are heading there but for now takatifu na mengine. How do you break the chains? How did David get out of the chains? Tunataka kuangalia namna ya kuvunja minyororo. Daudi alivunjaje minyororo ya dhambi Unawezaje kuvunja dhambi hizo minyororo? Hebu tuangalie kitabu cha Zaburi mlango wa moja. And I'm beginning from verse 1 all the way to 21 but I'm reading verse 5 to verse 11. Wewe unaweza kusoma kuanzia mstari wa kwanza hadi 15 lakini mimi nitaanzia mstari wa tano. Look at what 5 says. Hebu angalia mstari wa 51. Zaburi mlango wa moja. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Biblia inasema tazama mimi niliumbwa katika hali ya uovu mama yangu alinichukua mimba hatiani Surely you desire truth in the inner part you teach me the wisdom in the innermost place Biblia inasema tazama wapendezwa na kweli iliyo moyoni nawe utanijulisha hekima kwa siri Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean wash me and I will be whiter than snow Unisafishe kwa hisopo nami nitakuwa safi unioshe nami nitakuwa mweupe kuliko theluji Let me hear joy and gladness let the bones that have crushed rejoice hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity Unifanye kusikia furaha na shangwe mifupa iliyoponda ifurahi usitiri uso wako usitazame dhambi zangu uzifute hatia zangu zote Create in me a pure heart O God and renew a steadfast spirit within me E Mungu uniumbie moyo safi uifanye upya roho iliyotulia ndani yangu Do you see the secret somebody Unaona siri mtu That means he's talking very clearly that the sexual sin is something about the heart. Anaongea wazi ya kwamba dhambi ya zina ni kitu ambacho kinahusika na moyo. That's why the Lord said in Matthew chapter 5:27 that whoever looks at a woman and laughs at her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. It's all about the heart. Hiyo ndiyo kwa sababu Biblia inasema katika kitabu cha Mathayo mlango wa tano mstari wa saba ya kwamba yeyote ambaye amemwangalia mwanamke na akamtamani tayari amezini na yeye ni kitu ambacho kinahusika na moyo. And so he's explaining to you very clearly here that if If you want to start your way out of the chains of sexual sin let the lord create in you a new heart you cannot continue trying to you to mend here do this ask him to give you a new heart 
Inamaanisha ukitaka kuanza kutembea katika ile njia ya utakazo, mwambie Mungu akupe moyo mpya because there is something called addiction. Kwa sababu kuna ile kitu inaitwa mazoea, kuzoea. They get addicted to pornography. Wanazoea zile filamu za kiserati. Wana kuzoea dhambi ya zina. Wanazoea wanaume. They are addicted to women. Wanazoea wanawake. That addiction can only be broken by asking God to create in you a new heart he is more than able that is the beginning of breaking the chain you cannot say clean 20% and live for me 30% hiyo mazoea inaweza kuvunjwa tu na kumwambia Mungu ya kwamba niumbie moyo safi hauwezi kuambia Mungu ya kwamba vuta 20% na uniachie zingine it comes from the wisdom inatokana na hekima of knowing that it is time to tremble before god ya kujua ya kwamba ni wakati wa kutetemeka mbele za Mungu god speaks death to sexual sin kwa sababu Mungu ananena kifo baada ya dhambi ya zina and you see david crying out to him sincerely genuinely na unaona daudi akimlilia Mungu kwa kumaanisha you cannot hide anything from our god hauwezi kumficha Mungu chochote you may say sije i'm a pastor i'm clean or i'm a mshiriki i'm clean but the lord knows your heart you are lasting at that woman in church you are fallen you are lasting at that man in church you are fallen the lord knows every fiber of your heart unaweza kusema kwamba au mimi ni mchungaji mimi ni msafi lakini Mungu anajua moyo wako wewe ukienda kanisani unamtamani huyo mke pale kanisani umeanguka Mungu anajua hali ya moyo wako I am walking you very slowly the way out of sexual sin ninakutembeza polepole namna ya kutoka katika dhambi ya zina Look at what he says verse 12 here Tuangalie mstari wa 12 hapo to me the joy of your salvation listen to me somebody and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me give me joy if it is joy i was looking for from that woman and man please can you give me the joy of your salvation so i will have joy unspeakable in your salvation no woman no man will replace that joy that is the secret to breaking out if you are looking for joy from women ask god to fill you with the joy of salvation biblia inasema katika mstari wa 12 ya kwamba unirudishie furaha ya wokovu wako unitegemeze kwa roho ya wepesi wako kama ulikuwa unamwangalia huyo mwanamke ili akupe furaha fulani mwambie Mungu ambaye anaweza yote akupe furaha yenye hata huyo mwanamke awezi kukupa joy unspeakable furaha yenye iwezi kusema that you just sit and laugh yenye unakaa tu na unacheka you just begin laughing and people think you are crazy unaanza tu kucheka na watu wanafikiri wewe labda uko na kichaa hebrew they call it if you translate it carefree joy carefree i don't care anymore i'm just joyful ukitafsiri na kibrania inamaanisha kwamba furaha tu yani sijali tena from work they are saying you know what i am going to meet my boyfriend in the beer garden i'm going to meet nani amekuja kunipick na gari yake you don't even care anymore about those things you have carefree joy i don't care anymore i am just joyful because the lord jesus ameni komboa he has delivered me from those things wakati ambapo unafika katika kile kiwango ambacho haujalishwi tena na mambo ya watu ya kwamba oh amekuja kuchukuliwa rafiki yangu amekuja kunichukua na gari tuende tulewe jioni baada ya kazi wewe haujali mambo hayo umejua kwamba Yesu Kristo alinipa furaha ya kutosha your heart is full of joy na moyo wako umejawa na furaha because you know the joy of salvation kwa sababu umejua furaha ya wokovu the joy of salvation coming into your heart furaha ya wokovu inakuja katika moyo wako asking the lord to fill your heart 
with the joy unspeakable, joy of salvation, is one of the major keys to break out of the chain of sexual sin. Kumuamba mungu aweze kukuletea furaya uokovu. Hii ndiyo moja wapo ya sila ambayo takufanya uvunje minyororo ya dhambi ya zina. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And verse 15 he says, Oh Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praises. So you may just begin to praise the Lord. Just praising the Lord, opening your mouth and praising God and speaking the holy words of the Lord will definitely cleanse out your heart because out of the abundance of the heart comes what you speak in your tongue. Biblia inasema ya kwamba, "E Bwana, uifumbue midomo yangu na kinywa changu kizinena sifa zako." Amen. Kusifu Mungu itakufanya uweze kutakazwa kutokana na minyororo za dhambi ya zinaa. Hakika Biblia inasema ya kwamba, "Unanena yaliyokujaa moyoni." I'm telling you we are walking out of sexual sin. Tunatoka katika dhambi ya zina. And I'm slowly walking into how you can break the chain. Sasa tunaingia katika ile hali ya kujua namna ya kuvunja minyororo. And you begin to see that pouring your heart to the Lord. Na unaona ya kwamba kumwaga moyo wako kwa Bwana. with the Lord. Kukua mwaminifu na Mungu. And telling him Lord please don't look at my sins I deserve death. Na umwambie Mungu ya kwamba tafadhali usiangalie dhambi zangu. Mimi na heart I have is a rotten heart. Na hii moyo niko naye ni moyo ambayo umeoza. I want you to give me a new heart. Nataka unipe moyo mpya. And fill that heart with the joy of salvation. Na ujaze moyo huo na furaha ya wokovu. Because sexual sin is addictive. I don't want this old heart that likes sexual sin. Kwa sababu dhambi ya zinaa ni mazoea. Sitaki hii moyo wa zamani ambayo imependa dhambi ya zinaa. I want zina. a new heart and fill it with the joy of salvation. Nataka moyo mpya na uijaze na furaha ya wokovu. Cause my lips to speak praises to you Lord. Ifanye mdomo yangu iweze kunena sifa kwako Bwana. You begin to see the way out of sexual sin. Naanza kuona namna ya kutoka katika dhambi ya zina. Tuangalie kutoka mlango wa 12 verses 21 to 20. wa 21 hadi wa 25. One of the ways that will help you to get out of sexual sin. Ni moja, moja wapo ya njia ambazo zitakusaidia kutoka katika minyororo ya dhambi ya zina. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen to this somebody. He says then Moses summoned all the elders of Israel and said to them go at once and select the animals for your families and slaughter the parts of a lamb Biblia inasema kwamba hapo ndipo Musa akawaita wazee wa Israeli na kuambia nendeni mkajitwalie wana kondoo kama jamaa zenu zilivyo mkamchinje. 22 says take a bunch of high soap dip it into the blood in the basin and put some of the blood on both sides of the door frame not one of you shall go out of the door of his house until the morning. Biblia inasema nanyi toaeni tawi la hisopu mkachovye katika ile damu iliyo bakulini na kukipiga kizingiti cha juu ya miimo miwili na mlango kwa hiyo damu iliyo katika bakuli tena mtu yeyote miongoni mwenu asitoke mlangoni mwa nyumba yake hata asubuhi When the Lord goes through the land to strike down the Egyptians he will see the blood on top and the sides of the door frame and you pass over that doorway and you will not permit the destroyer to enter your house and strike you down kwa kuwa bwana atapita ili awapige hao wa misri na hapo atakapoiona hiyo damu katika kizingiti cha juu na katika ile miimo miwili bwana atapita juu ya mlango wala hatamwacha mwenye kuharibu aingie nyumbani mwenu kuwapiga ninyi Obey these instructions as a lasting ordinance for you and your descendants when you enter the land that the Lord will give you as he promised observe this ceremony 
Biblia inasema ya kwamba nanyi mtalitunza jambo hili kuwa ni amri kwako na kwa wanao milele itakuwa hapo mtakapofikilia hiyo mchi bwana atakayowapa kama alivyoahidi ndipo mtakapo ushika utumishi huu the power of the blood of the lamb nguvu za damu ya mwana kondoo the power of the blood of the lord jesus nguvu za damu ya yesu kristo it is a fight between death and life ni vita kati ya kifo na kuishi and you see very clearly here that sexual sin is actually death but packaged differently by the enemy in terms of sleep miniskirts whatever they are that is death coming to you and the lord is saying take the blood of the lamb and let the blood of the lamb cover you so when the death comes he cannot touch you somebody dambia zina ni kifo ambayo shetani amefunika na miniskirts na urembo urembo nyingi biblia inasema ya kwamba magari makubwa na mali makubwa kubwa sijui ametoka dubai juzi juzi sijui anarudi tena anaenda south africa he travels a lot i like him he's my man and the devil has packed death like that and he says the blood of the lamb will make sure nothing will touch you somebody na anasema ya kwamba shetani amefunika kifo na vitu hivyo vyote lakini Biblia inasema ya kwamba ukipaka damu ya mwana kondoo pale juu ya hapo itabidi malaika ambaye atakuja kuangamiza atakupita na Bwana anasema ya kwamba chukua damu ya mwana kondoo ujifunika na funika kazi yako even when you enter the land where you are heading to na a new job you are going to where there are many people lasting for you where your employer was interviewing you because he was saying this young girl i want her na hata pali pa kazi penye mkubwa wako anakuhoji akiwa na tamaa kwamba huyu nikimwandika atakuwa secretary wangu alafu nitalala naye this young girl here i'll bring her to be my secretary this young man here he will be my boyfriend when i employ him and he says even in that land where you are going to you keep covering yourself with the blood of the lamb no death shall ever touch you anasema hata huko penye unaenda penye watu wanakutamani ujifunike na damu ya Yesu na hakuna malaika wa vita ambaye atakuja kukuangamiza jehova amesema haleluya blood of the lamb damu ya mwana kondoo blood of the lamb damu ya mwana kondoo break the chains of sexual sin unavunja minyororo ya dhambi ya zina and the death that comes as sexual sin cannot touch you anymore na kifo ambayo inakuja baada ya dhambi ya zina haiwezi kukuguza i told you at the end of this today nilikueleza kwamba baada ya mafunzo haya we are going to repent in masses in millions tutatubu kwa wingi and we are going to make sure we are armed na tutahakikisha kwamba tumejiami so when you go back to work or wherever you go and they are lasting at you the man is coming to you or the woman you say death i know you ili ukienda kazini na kuna huyo mwanadada anakutamani ama huyo mtu anakutamani unasema hai kifo na kujua ninajua jinsi umefunikwa okay round two. name something that's not boring Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.